Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall. The noise pollution. My name is Nigel. Hammer is here. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show. Indigo off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great, thanks. As always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. So I wasn't here yesterday. I took the day off so I could watch the official uh, campaign announcement for Mike Pence. Um, <laughs> a was, full day's yes, tailgate at the Leskowski uh, house. That's right. I had the beer on ice at 8 a.m. The smoker was going, and it was excitement plus yesterday. So we now have what? We have double-digit Republicans in running for president GO, in the GOP field, which is a plus for Trump, don't you think? I think so, but I think you're going to find before we get to any sort of Iowa or even into the winter that a bunch of these people will be former candidates for president because if you're a money person, why would you be throwing money at, say, Aza Hutchinson? Or you know, I like the guy named Doug. <laughs> the guy from uh, was North, <laughs> North Dakota, Dakota right, right? Some dude named Doug from North Dakota. Remember the when Perot ran for president, he picked, this would have been in 92, so the first time, he picked some obscure elderly admiral. Stockdale, wasn't yeah, he, it? That, yes, that was his name. And he gets up there and goes, I know what you're thinking. Who am I? Why am I here? That is about half of these people in this field. Who am I? Why am I here? Why are they there? I mean, Pence, for instance. I mean, he does not. I like the things he had to say. I like his policies. I like the guy. But he's like at 3% and Trump is at. What I mean, Trump's got a 30% lead over any other candidate that's including DeSantis right now. Well, that's because Pence is being advised by what I, I dubbed the Grifter Express. And these are people who for years have avoided working real jobs, uh, riding his coattails. And they recognize this is the last stop on the Grifter Express. And, well, worst case, they'll get six months of just palling around the country with Mike Pence and getting paid. Watching that thing last night, and yes, I did watch it last the, the night. The town hall? The town hall. Oh. We watch this crap so you guys don't have to. It's what we do. I didn't watch that. I watched the announcement in Iowa in the afternoon. That's what I was. That's what I was fired up for. How I was watched it? that damn town hall, <laughs> and I got to be honest, Rob. I didn't expect Mike Pence to go down a rabbit hole of being a cheerleader for Ukraine. He was upset that Biden was taking so long to deliver F-16s to Zelensky. Oh he was calling Putin a war criminal last night. I got to be honest, I didn't expect that. Oh, no, I totally would have. I'm sure Mike is just disappointed there's no soldiers because during his time in the Congress, you could always be counted on Mike Pence to do two things. One, run up trillions of dollars in debt for ill-begotten bungled wars. And two, voting to send other people's kids to fight and die in said war. So I'm not surprised by that at all. He loves the military-industrial complex. Yeah, I don't like that about him. That's the one thing I don't like. 
the other headline coming out of last night's town hall, if you even want to call it that, uh, he said he would not be interested in pardoning anybody that took part in January 6th. You know, here's the thing, and this is the, Mike Mike Pence is such a disingenuous, Mike Pence the politician is such a disingenuous person, because just days before January 6th, He's at this rally in Georgia. It was when there was the runoff, and it was you know Loeffler and Purdue were running against Ossoff and the lunatic Warnock. guy Warnock. And he's at this whatever stadium or whatever it is, and there's you know tens of thousands of people there. And he's up there going, "I have big concerns about what's going on with this election. We're gonna take a look at it. We're gonna get to the bottom of it. We're gonna this. We're gonna that." And then he acts like on January sixth. Well, these people and their concerns were just so egregious. There was nothing I could do. Well, wait a second, Skippy. Just a couple days before, you're telling people when they're cheering your name, oh, you've got concerns and you're going to get the bottom of it. And then you act like, well, I, I certainly didn't inflame the situation in any shape, form, or the fashion. people turned on him at the event on January 6th, and that's what it was. Well, you can't tell people, again, if your whole thing is, hey, it's totally ceremonial and this doesn't matter and it's uh, fait accompli and I'm just there to rubber stamp something, Hey, reasonable people can disagree, but when the people are chanting your name, hey, we're going to get to the bottom of it. And then, well, I, someone should have done something, but I wish there was something I could do. There was. Not. Does Mike Pence, and at some point, and I can't tell you the glorious feeling it will be, at some point, Mike Pence is going to have to stand on a stage with Donald Trump. And I hope they're very close to each other. And Mike Pence is going to have to answer whether he believes Joe Biden got 81 million legal votes. And if his answer is yes, then we're done here. And obviously he's done here because that'll be the end of him. But if the answer is no, then the obvious follow-up is why'd you certify the election after just days before? These are his words, not mine. Just days before, you're talking about how you have serious concerns and you're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to investigate it. You got to pick a lane, right? It's got to be one or the other, and he doesn't have an answer for that. Rob, with so many candidates in this GOP field uh, getting ready for the primary, Trump, what, he only needs about 30%, right, to to be successful and get the nomination? I I mean, are you ready to call this for Trump? Because I kind of am. I mean, DeSantis, the needle has not moved much since he announced his candidacy. You know who Nigel is? Nigel's the guy who in uh, game six of the 1986 World Series would have told the Mets, don't even go out there and bat anymore. The game's over. There's a big lead for the Red Sox. Bill Buckner's rock solid at first base. (laughs) Nothing could possibly happen. Uh, Obviously, Trump has a huge inherent advantage, but it's a lifetime between then and now. And if, you know, DeSantis executes a ground game, there's polling that shows he's making ground in Iowa. If he starts chipping away in these early states, I think South Carolina is made for DeSantis. I think Iowa is made for DeSantis. New Hampshire, probably not so much. But if he, you know, if he wins Iowa or they they tie in Iowa, it's got you got to get rid of some of these guys. You know who is the guy who, if Trump weren't running, I think would actually be the nominee is Tim Scott. Tim Scott. I would love it. I, I don't think Tim Scott's, because I think DeSantis is the Trump alternative. He's kind of stolen that banner. But I think if it were Tim Scott and DeSantis, I think Tim Scott would blow past DeSantis because he is he is a really likable guy and he is sharp. So if his polling isn't up to par after a couple different primaries that he finishes third through fifth, whatever the case may be, does he drop out and... Whoever picks him up as a running mate, if he wants to be, you know, number two on a ticket, does that person get a bump? Well, remember Cruz 
tried that yeah. when uh, the the woman, the guy that Trump made fun of her face. I know that doesn't really narrow it down. Uh, oh, gosh darn Horse it. face? Mika Brzezinski? No, yeah. no, no. The lady, she was, she, yeah, there's so many of them. Uh, the one, Mika was bleeding badly. Stormy was horse face. She was a Republican running, and Trump made fun of, said, who would want to look at that or whatever her name was? Uh, Cruz picked her as the running mate ahead of the thing, hoping that she would boost him. And, of course, it made absolutely no difference because nobody cares about the vice president. I mean, oh, well, I really like this other guy, but oh, you chose this person as your meaningless number, too. Hot dang, let's go! Oh, Rob Kendall uh, going off the rails with us. That's going to kill me now that I can't think of that woman's name because it was the one we're talking about. Who would want to look at that? <laughs> uh, Carly, uh, Carly Fiorina. Fiorina. Yes. That's who it is. Funky Cole Fiorina. How did we forget about that? <laughs> who would want to look at that? Wow. Quote from Donald Trump. <laughs> so it's not just... Mike Pence that's in the mix. Now you've got Chris Christie in the mix. Nikki Haley still hanging on here. Um, In 2015, help me out here, around this time, Donald Trump still wasn't the leader, was he? No. Oh, no, I think he was from the moment he got off the, the escalator, wasn't it? I mean, there was a huge... Oh, I, thought, I was... thought Jeb Bush was Oh, well, you're right, you're right, yes, initially. And then they had that first debate. It really probably was the first debate where Trump emasculated everyone on stage, and then that's what he started with, the low energy. Right. and the, yes, 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 But the point being that even if you're Tim Scott or if you're Ron DeSantis, uh, you could be behind right now, but there is time. Yeah, and I think we talked about this last week. If you are, there's probably two other guys who have a chance, and it is Tim Scott and Ron DeSantis. You've got to be Joseph Newgarden at the Indy 500. You're, you're not starting near the front. But if you can, as Newgarden did, just methodically, hey, every 50 laps, you know, we're picking up three or four spots. And then, you know, it wasn't one big move. But then at the end, hey, now there's two of us and we got a chance to, you know, come on. We're coming around. I think that's how you got to look at it. You're not going to make it all up at once. But if you can get it down to you and Trump heading into Super Tuesday, I think you got a shot. And Trump is going to debate, right, in August? He's got to get out there, of course. You know, if I were him, well, if I were him, I would debate because I'm not afraid of my positions. Trump's not a very good debater. Trump's mean. He's a bully. But if you stand up to him, I've never been impressed with Trump in the debates other than the first debate with Hillary Clinton where everybody said he lost except for me because he was talking directly to the people in Michigan and and Ohio and Pennsylvania. But other than that, I, I've never thought he was a great because he never gives any specifics. He just makes these vague statements. He's got good zingers. You'd be in jail. Yeah, like, it, he's got good one-liners. You're a real I, tough guy, Jeb. Yeah, I have the Russia-Ukraine thing fixed in 24 hours. It's yeah, a big one. He never really. But how? Explains. All right, hey, let's take a break. Yes. And when we come back, let's continue our conversation about Donald Trump because it sounds like there's an indictment yes. uh, coming down, another one. And is this going to move the needle in terms of 2024? Can we get into that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Rob Kendall coming back with us. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.